Welcome uh, to episode uh, 197 of the Ben Briggs podcast. I am Ben Briggs. It is uh, it is Tuesday, people. Uh, Tuesday, the 23rd of March, 2000, 2021. And uh, um, I've had quite a good week so far, man. I've been uh, I have been hammering through uh, the line of duty. Uh, I don't know if anybody else is watching it at the minute on uh, on BBC iPlayer. Um, a little bit of a plug for the old fucking BBC there. Um, but yeah, I am fucking loving it at the minute. So um, and it's meant to be the culmination of everything. This is it. This is where we get to find out uh, who H is allegedly. Um, so, uh, uh, I've been fucking hammering it through there. Um, anyone who's not seen it, anyone from abroad or anything like that, who can't get hold of it or whatever. Um, I pity you people. Um, it's all line of duty over here at the minute. Um, it's all right. It drags it, 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 They do drag it out a bit. They seem to be dragging out like the interviews and shit like that a little bit, like in, uh, in this series, but, um, and, uh, and the old, uh, uh, addiction to uh prescription drugs i don't know uh, that um arnett's got or whatever but um i am uh i'm i'm loving it uh i love anything like that any sort of like policey sort of like investigation series um i uh i i quite appreciate that um also uh i have uh yeah so basically this is my <laughs> this is my excuse i've been basically sitting on my ass uh, watching TV for the last uh, few days. So um, uh, it's nice to get into the real world of podcasting again. <laughs> if this is a real world, who knows? Who knows? Um, my fucking headphones again are fucking up on uh, uh, on the as they were on the last episode. That's a little bit better. Uh, can I can hear a bit better. I don't know. I, 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 cover, I cover over my stuff, so I've obviously kink the uh kink the fucking uh the uh um the knob kink the knob that's not a that's not a great phrase to say in 2021 is it um anyway uh so i've been watching that and i watched uh f1 drive to survive if anybody hasn't isn't watching that it sort of like gives an insight into um into formula one and um uh all the stuff that goes on behind the seasons uh scenes and shit so uh I've got fucking hiccups now. Uh so uh it's um uh it's it's pretty uh it's pretty in depth sort of like shit and you get to find out all the little sort of like niggles between people and um all the little um little spats going on and what's happening with the teams and stuff like that. Um I do I I've always been quite a bit of a fan of Formula One and always tried to catch them on TV. Um one year I actually uh because I live quite close to Silverstone. Um, Silverstone, by the way, uh, for people out there, it's not Silverstone. Uh, if you're a fucking local, it's Silverstone. Um, so um, I uh, I worked there one uh, on one of the race days uh, years ago. Um, uh, one weekend, like basically, it was like parking up the cars and shit like that. Um, it was fucking. I remember it being bliss. It was one of these summers. It was a summer holiday job in between. Um, I think it was in between doing my GCSEs and uh, my A-levels. So you get that long summer where you have your last exam 
um, sort of like May, June time, I think my last exam was. And, um, and then you've got the whole of the summer um, to fill until uh, until you go back to school in September um, to start your A-levels, or you used to anyway. Um, we always used to seem to get like ages and ages for a summer holiday, and um, now they get about two weeks, I think, something like that. No, I think they get, I think it's like six weeks they get, is it? Something like that now? I don't fucking know. Um, this is the, uh, this is the, uh, thing that you lose when you don't actually have kids um you, you have i have no idea when the fucking summer holidays are i have no idea when the um the half term holidays are christmas holidays obviously that's pretty obvious but i've got no no idea the specific dates so these are all things that i don't have to give a fuck about because i don't have kids uh i can go on holiday whenever the fuck i want to I can, uh, I can, uh, you know, like that's, I know there's nobody going to be there crowded around my bed when I die, but, um, assuming it is in bed, um, there may be a group of people, you know, crowded around me when I die causing my death. Who knows? Um, that is the, uh, that is, <laughs> that is the wonder of life people right there. Um, but, uh, yeah, I have no idea um uh when uh the summer holidays are but like that you get a long summer holiday anyway back to the point you get a long summer holiday um like after you do your gcses you do your last exam and then literally you sort of like break up we used to anyway and yeah and you sort of like just fuck off and um uh uh then you'd uh i got a job that summer because you're like 16 you can start working um so uh, I got a job like that summer. I think the, doing like events and things like that. So like parking up cars, doing security for events and and shit like that. And uh, one of the events was down at um, down at Silverstone uh, doing the Grand Prix. That was pretty cool. It was actually the year. It must have been uh, not. I finished my GCSEs ninety five. So it must have been. Um, uh, Silverstone Grand Prix. Let's have a look. Um, I just make sure I've got the dates right. Ninety five was it? Um, uh, I'm sure it was Damon Hill who came off. Like um, because I was packing up the cars and shit like that. Um, uh, uh, yeah, I'm sure it was Damon Hill who came off. Um, and it was like Michael Schumacher won it, I think. Uh, oh no, or did they both come off? Or yeah, they crash. Yeah, they crashed. Yeah, that was it. And I think it happened in Cops Corner Grandstand, or yeah, whatever. Anyway, the, what I was saying was, uh, I um, I uh, um, I worked there. We were parking at cars. We did. You do the Friday, Saturday, and the Sunday. So like the Friday is like um practice or whatever the saturday is uh um the qualifying and then the sunday is the actual race i did the friday and the saturday and um and then got a bit pissed off with uh parking cars up <laughs> and what they do they give you a, they used to anyway uh, they used to give you like a lanyard with a security badge and it could get you in fucking anywhere um so uh on the sunday i remember uh, you camp over over the weekend. So I got up on the Sunday 
And then there's like a minibus thing that takes you around the circuit to where you're gonna um where you're gonna work. And I just didn't get on the minibus uh with one of my mates who was working and we fucked off and went through uh walked down the pit lanes and then eventually got to like one of the grandstands. I think it was Cops Corner grandstand. And um, the guy, this was before a time of mobile phones, people. So nobody could check um, what you were doing. Um, Nobody, uh, you know, everybody, somebody was appointed to that grandstand and they had to stand there all day and they only uh, only got to go off it or whatever uh, because they were meant to be marshals for the stand or whatever. Um, they only got to get off it to go for a piss and shit like that. Uh, so we went down there, said that we'd been sent down as extra fire marshals and that we needed to stand um, at the front. And we stood at the front of the grandstand and watched the fucking Grand Prix. It was fucking amazing. Uh, not that you can really, um, not that you can really tell that a lot is going on without um we didn't have like the earpiece fucking like silverstone radio or listening to it, it or whatever and the cars just fucking zip by uh but we got pretty much like one of the best views you can get um at silverstone on one of the most uh sort of like uh most famous um one of the most famous stands there so um it was uh it was pretty good and then the worst thing was uh, we had to get the minibus back into Northampton like at the end of the day. And uh, uh, the guy questioned us of where we'd been. And we said we were sent by other people to uh, uh, to go to somewhere else. And he kind of believed us. And we, we were a bit worried about not getting a lift back into Northampton and being stuck out in Silverstone. Uh, but um, it all fucking worked out, baby. Um, yeah, so uh, that is my work ethic there, right there. If I can get away with uh, uh, doing fuck all, I will do so, people. Um, but anyway, I've been watching The Drive to Survive, um, and I'd completely forgot um, uh, about uh, Roman Grosjean's uh, uh, fucking crash he had, where he's just like the horror of that fucking fireball. If you've never seen it, uh, Google it. Uh, Roman Grosjean uh, crash and uh, it was at the Bahrain Grand Prix and it was just a fucking fireball and I remember watching it and thinking he's fucking dead Um, but the thing was it was flicking between like on the on the coverage it was like flicking between different things but when you watch it when if you watch a YouTube version of it or whatever you think he's gonna he's gotta be fucking dead out of there it's just like his car's in half, goes straight through the um, straight through the barrier. His car's in half, and you just think he's going to be uh, he, he's a fucking dead man. And um, suddenly, you just see his helmet pop out and fucking walk out. It's fucking unbelievable, man. It needed like you know what I mean. The the old BBC should have fucking just shoved on a bit of rocky music because he fucking lifted up out of there. Um, I don't know, but uh, it was. Uh, yeah, it was. Uh, it, it's a fucking great series. I would thoroughly, thoroughly recommend. Sort of like if you're into like Formula One or motorsport or anything like that, it's just like a behind the curtain view of that fucking mental, mental world of uh, rich bastards. Um, but it was, uh, uh, yeah, I've been enjoying that. I've been enjoying Line of Duty this week. Um, so uh, 
Um, it's been uh, TV wise this week. Uh, I've 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 fucking smashed it out of the park, man. Smashed it out of the park. Um, everything else is uh, dipped. <laughs> Um, let's have a look at uh, uh, some of the bits that have been going on in the fucking world, people. Um, uh, this is one thing I, I, I saw and uh, I just thought, oh, shit. Here we go, baby. Oh, baby. Um, Vladimir Putin has uh, drawn up a new kill list uh, of opponents. You've got to be a bit, you know. I know, maybe I'm naive or whatever, but I couldn't imagine someone like the Queen um, drawing up a kill list. You've got to be a little bit, you know, megalomaniac um, to do to have a kill list in the future, let, uh, let alone draw up a new one, uh, as this says. Um, I imagine the, the Queen completed her kill list in the late 90s anyway, to be perfectly honest, didn't she? <laughs> <laughs> in 97 although that may be coming back now after the old uh after the old oprah uh interview um anyway uh yeah so uh vladimir putin has drawn up a kill list with six targets living in the uk uh the kremlin strongman uh that makes him sound like uh some sort of circus act from the 1970 uh 19th century doesn't it you know what I mean? The Kremlin strongman, and he's he's got like the handlebar moustache and that. You know the old style weights that they all have in the fucking, you know, uh, with the balls on the end, with like a hundred kilos in. You know, uh, it makes him sound like one of those. But he's he's p- planning a post-pandemic assassination campaign. <laughs> oh fucking well, you know. We're all making plans after the pandemic, aren't we? Um, no scum can hide from us, a Russian intelligence officer warned one of the targets. Uh, if you're one of the targets, uh, you would, A, not eat out, wouldn't you? You know, if I was a target of um, uh, Vladimir Putin's new hit list, and why wouldn't I be? Why wouldn't I be, yeah? I'm bringing truth to the world, people. You know what I mean? Um if I was a uh, if I was a target uh, on that list, I would never go to a restaurant again. Um, ne- I'd always be seen in public uh, with somebody else. I would always have a witness on hand, possibly walking behind me about ten me- meters behind me, and constantly filming just in case somebody, you know, give me a James Bond sort of like jab, you know. Uh, kick me with a knife that flicked out of their shoe or something like that. Uh, just so it's all on. Uh, you don't want to end up like that Litvinenko guy. That's what I'm saying. You know, there's nothing worse than ending up with a hospital bed, completely bright yellow with no air saying it was Vladimir Putin. He should be a uh, warning to everybody. Um, uh, yeah, Russian agents have been accused of attempting to kill former KGB officer turned uh, defector Sergei Skripal and his daughter. Uh, that was the Novichok thing. Um, they love killing uh, the people over here, I tell you. Um, people in the UK, they seem to defect from Russia to the UK and then be killed. And then there was the Litvinenko thing. Uh, now other Russians living in the UK uh, are also put on Putin's hit list. 
Uh, also being targeted a long-time Kremlin foe Bill Browder, an American-born UK citizen, and Christopher Steele, a former MI6 officer. Steele was identified in 2017 as the author of the dirty dossier that claims Russia collated a file of compromising information on Donald Trump. I wouldn't be at all surprised. You know, if they're poisoning people in uh, in uh, wherever it was, near Gloucestershire or whatever, um, then I'm sure they're not above compiling a dossier on Donald Trump and fucking, you know, doing a bit of underhand fucking wheeling and dealing just to try and bribe him or whatever. You might as well, if you're on that list, you might as well, you know, ring up, ring up your family, ring up your friends and, um, you know, say, I'm, I'm probably going to stay in uh, for a bit. Uh, just wait for this all to uh, Shaun of the Dead blow over. That's it, isn't it? Um, that's all you could do, isn't it? Unless you venture out in one of those giant bubble things. Um, you know, those uh, orb things that people uh, go down hills in and stuff like that. That's a, that's the only way you can venture out. That's how you spot them, isn't it? You spot anybody going around like that. They're either orbing or they're, uh, they're on Vladimir Putin's hit list. Um, the th- the thing about this story though is he hasn't even denied it. He haven't he hasn't even uh, Jesus. Um, I just looked at a picture of one of them. Boris Karpichkov is also reportedly targeted by the Kremlin. He looks like fucking Doctor Evil out of uh, um, Austin Powers. He looks like that. Um. He looks. He's sitting on a park bench. He looks like a. He looks like he's killed people already. Um, let alone be on a hit list for himself. What did he not do? Not kill enough people for Putin? Is that it? Um, uh, Putin tried to kill now Navalny uh, with Novichok, and anyone on Putin's hit list, including me, must take precautions. Putin is not constrained by any moral or geographical boundaries. He is a bit of an odd one, uh, Vladimir Putin, isn't he? He always, um, you know, the riding with a shirt off on a horseback and shit like that, you know what I mean? He's, like, definitely got some sort of... Because uh, he doesn't look that tall, you know what I mean? He looks quite a small guy. Um, Putin height. Let's have a look. Uh, how tall is he? Uh, the world's tallest and smallest world leaders. Uh uh, statesman who is the shortest world leader mm. uh, oh fucking hell <laughs> president uh, of the Mexico uh, was reportedly the shortest world leader standing at four foot six Jesus anyway um, 170 centimeters high how much is that cm to feet uh Five foot six, is that? Something like that, 5.5 foot? I don't know. Um, Yeah, anyway. um, Yeah, so he's a hundred and... Yeah, that's not very tall at all, is it? I'd fucking knock him out, man. Um, Like, if if you got a chance, you'd get nowhere fucking near him, would you? Five foot... Yeah, nearly five foot seven, so yeah, he's tiny. Um, Not that I'm massive, people, uh, but... um, 
but yeah, that's definitely quite sure. And he's got that uh, sort of like Napoleonic sort of, although that's, that's meant to be a fallacy, isn't it? That Napoleon was actually, you know, like average height for the age because people who were shorter back then. Um, there we go, people. Bit of info. Um, yeah. So, um, uh, yeah, if you're on his hit list, um, thank you for listening and goodbye. <laughs> Uh, let's have a little bit of tea. We, uh, it's been also as well this week. Um, it, it's a year um, since uh, since all the lockdown started and stuff like that. It doesn't seem like a year. You know what I mean? I don't think I've um, uh, I've used this time wisely, people. You know what I mean? I just I just don't think I've used it uh, as I should. <laughs> There's people out there who have done everything. I've seen people like fat people now are fucking ripped to shit. You know what I mean? And uh, if anything, I've gained more weight. I'm less fit than I was. And um, uh, I have uh, I've done less writing in uh, the last month than I ever have done. Uh, I think it's because we're, we're meant to be coming to the end of it now. So we've got like, you know. There's uh, there's hope. There's light at the end of the tunnel. There is hope. Um, uh, and I think that's why I've been a bit lazy uh, lately. But um, that's going to have to change, people, because it looks as though everything will start opening up in June here. Um, now all the oldies are getting their uh, jabs and shit like that. And um, um, my own jab, um, I don't know, it could be... Um, they reckon it's going to be within about the next four to six weeks. So... Um, We'll see. Uh, we'll see uh, um, uh, when that comes along. Uh, I will talk about one thing. This is one thing that's happened this week. Hang on. I'm going to need a cup of tea for this because this will get me in shit. Um, I will uh, I, I will uh, have a little uh, uh, drink of tea. Here we go. Bear with me on this because this is news from the uh, from the UK comedy circuit. Um, this week, uh, a good friend of mine, I won't name him. Um, well, I, I say a good friend, I've known him for a long time and stuff like that. And I like him and, um, uh, was, has been a victim, uh, well, not really a victim of cancel culture or whatever. Um, but, um, has, uh, had the, uh, had the, uh, witch hunt treatment. Um, now, uh, what happened was uh, my uh, my friend, uh, colleague, associate, uh, somebody from the Birmingham area um, who will um, rename, uh, remain nameless. I don't think it's fair to name him anyway, but um, um, he's, uh, he, he's, a, he's a nice guy. I've known him since um, I, I started stand-up like 14 years ago, um, and I run into him every now and again. He's a great guy. Uh, he's an Asian comedian. I don't, I don't know if that matters. It probably does in this carriage, so I think. Um, I, uh, um, he was doing a show, uh, an online show, which I have, uh, uh, I have not done uh, any online shows, but he was doing, uh, he does puns and one-liners and shit like that. And I think they got given, uh, one of the things was like a poem thing or something like that. They had to do a poem online or whatever. And he came out with a, um, a questionable joke. 
let's call it that. It's a questionable joke. It was um, uh, it was something. It was it was like a rhyming couplet or something like that. Um, and it ended with what, something. It ended with what are you looking at, you stupid Jew, or something like that, right? I think that's what I watched it. It's not something like that. It does end with like I can't remember what it rhymes with. He could have rhymed it with anything um, other than uh, other than Jew. Now, obviously, uh, the Jewish communities uh, of comedians, Jewish comedians, Jewish community of comedians, um, were in uproar about this. Particularly people who are you know like fucking. Banging about, uh, banging on about Judaism all the time. Um, not that they shouldn't. Um, they can bang on it, on about it as much as they like. But it sometimes feels, in situations like this, um, they were claiming it's anti-Semitic. It's against, you know, it's a hate crime virtually against the Jewish people and all this sort of thing. And it was way over the top. Um, uh, my uh, the person who I um, who I know who said that is um uh always been a nice guy. Um uh it was just a stupid joke. Uh not particularly well thought through. Um it wasn't a brilliant thing. Uh, it's not the hill he wants to die on and that sort of thing. Um to die on really that joke, but um uh it was just a stupid little pun. Uh, there was no real hate behind it or anything like that. Um, it was just, you know, it was what it was. Um, not particularly great, but um, not particularly funny. Nobody was really laughing, but there was a big furore about it. And this guy is um, uh, been a bit hounded on uh, social media and the witch hunt and everything like that, right? That's what's happened. From my perspective... Uh, looking in, it. Uh, I never like any of that shit anyway, right? I never like any of that shit um, that goes on when there's a witch hunt or anything like that because it's just a massive pile on. Somebody plays plays the victim in this and takes it. There was a particular uh, woman who took it upon herself um, to uh, expose this and hound um, uh, Love Dev as much as possible into... Basically, uh, I just said his name, uh, into, uh, fuck it, uh, into uh, apologising for this and then d- sort of like demanding an apology um, and uh, and um, uh, uh, then rejected the apology afterwards saying it wasn't her place to accept the apology, which is m- one of the most cunty fucking things you can do. I think it's one of the most, you know, saying all that shit, getting other people involved, tagging people in the posts and shit like that, causing a fucking storm out of it. Yes, it wasn't great, right? I'm not Jewish. To be honest with you, um, I wouldn't be able to tell who was Jewish or who wasn't. Um, One of the people who I started off doing comedy with um, is Jewish got a Jewish surname and all that sort of thing. Did never click for me for years until he did material about being Jewish on stage. (laughs) I couldn't give a fuck, um, to be honest. Um, 
But obviously this lady was offended about it. There was other Jewish comedians who were offended about it, but sometimes they get offended because they've got a fucking, you know, they've got a, uh, um, they've, you know, they've got a dog in the race. They want something else out of it. And I know they're never going to admit that. And I know it sounds cynical and they're never going to admit um, that they're doing it for reasons, either self-promotion or to um, be a victim or just for the fucking sheer hell of making somebody feel shit and them looking self-righteous. They're never going to admit they're doing it for that. They probably don't even know they're doing it for that themselves. Um, but um, but that's the way it comes across from an outsider's perspective. And I know it's easy for me to say, I know I'm not Jewish um, and uh, I haven't, you know, I don't, you know, um, have uh, anti-Semitism directed at me, but I don't know, man. From my perspective and what I know of this country and having lived in this country for 44 years, I have seen a damn sight more racism towards Asian people than I have to Jewish people. And it just seemed to me, and this is only only my opinion, uh, it just seemed to me like it was white people having a go at an Asian people, uh, an Asian guy, um, because they fucking could. And they escalated it um, because it was almost like um, in my head, um, uh, like a reversal of um, uh, of uh, of of regular of sort of like uh, regular racism, you know, like white on like any other ethnicity racism. It was like that. It was as if they were trying to project um, uh, this Asian comedian who I like, whose name I said earlier, um, uh, as being ra- as racist as that. Um, which was not the case. It was just a stupid, ill-thought-through joke. Um, it would have been missed if it wasn't for some fucking white knight fucking comedian on the actual show he was on, who has been exposed um, in the past for fucking stealing stuff from other acts whilst they were on stage. Yeah, that was skirted over when everybody was saying he was a fucking hero. And... Um, I don't know, man. It just, I, I, I can see where the woman was coming from. She's invested in that whole thing. It's like almost her whole identity is uh, being a Jewish comedian. And um, that's fair enough. You know, that's fair enough. She wants to portray that because she is that. Um, that's okay. Um, but... Um, it just seemed that she was championing a cause that could have just been nipped in the bud. And I think the whole thing about escalating it and um, I just felt sorry for him. It felt like fucking bullying. It felt like white white people bullying a fucking Asian person and saying, yeah, you see, you do it as well. It seemed like that to me. And uh, I was very uncomfortable with it. Um, And then the whole thing about um, uh, not accepting the apology, that's a fucking cunt move. That is an absolute cunt move. 
That's why you don't apologize because it's never fucking good enough, people. It's never fucking good enough. They're always going to keep hounding you. Then She could have been nice, fucking nice, and just gone, it's okay, in public and said, I accept your apology. But no, I don't think it's my right to accept that. But it was your right to fucking hound him in the first place, was it? You fucking absolute cunt. Um, yeah, uh, you know. I just think uh, some of the other comments and stuff like that, what people put on there, you know, I've been guilty of uh, being racist. If I see a black person, I will cross the street. Well, surely that comment's fucking worse than what what the Jewish comment was, wasn't it? Because you're actually in public, you know, but nobody picked nobody picked him up for that. I just watch these sort of things from afar, people. And um, because if you get involved, you're just going to, um, it's just going to go on and on and on. People trying to cancel him from gigs, you know. He's been doing it longer than they have. And they're trying to cancel him from gigs, you know, lose work over it. Stupid joke. It was a very stupid joke. Not a great joke. Not particularly funny. Slightly retarded, which uh, he'll he'll probably agree with. But um, to have that sort of response, um, and uh, and then people, you know, openly put in the comments like, ah, uh, oh, you know, as if they're fucking super woke. Oh, I acknowledge the fact that I uh, crossed the street. Like if a black guy's walking towards me, well, why'd you do that? Do you not just what you know? How much of a fucking pussy are you, first of all? And how prejudiced are you, secondly, that you would do that? Um, I don't know, man. It just—it's uh, a disappointing thing. Everybody, they're all coming for somebody, man. They're all coming for somebody, and they'll. And the thing is, um, one of my mates, uh, one of my other mates stuck up for him publicly and, and things like that. And I thought it was great uh, what he did. Um, another act from Birmingham who knows this other act quite well. I'm being vague, I know. Um, but, um, uh, yeah, you can't, you know, for somebody to be hounded and hounded and hounded uh, like he was, and then somebody, <laughs> the ironic, <laughs> yeah, this was, this is the ironic thing. Uh, he did end up uh, giving money to a Jewish charity, which, uh, <laughs> I don't know, the irony of uh, the stereotype of Jewish people and uh, doing that act was not lost on me. Um, not that I'm... Uh, not that I'm uh, promoting those stereotypes, but I just thought it, it, it tickled me. You know, I'm going to laugh at stuff like that. And I, you know, you upset the Jewish community and um, <laughs> you ended up giving a donation of money to a Jewish charity. You know, like, you know there's a certain amount of irony there. <laughs> you use a Jewish, you know, um, a bit of a slur against the Jews and then end up uh, paying them uh, back in their own stereotype. Um, yeah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> What a better way to end that bit, uh, dear. But yeah, it's just that whole cancel, uh, that cancel and hounding on the internet and that sort of thing. They're gonna they're gonna come for all of us one day, baby. 
and they're going to come for all of us uh, under under the guise of doing good. That's the thing. They do it under the guise of doing good and doing something right, but they're not. They're fucking grinding for their own fucking ends and their own fucking cause and to get their own name out there a lot of the time. It seems that. It wasn't that bad. You know, if somebody said to me, um, you know, a stupid fucking white bloke or a stupid fucking, you know, ended a joke like that, like a stupid pun with that, I wouldn't have it. Yes, I know about the Holocaust. Yes, I know that fucking somebody chucked him out of Egypt years ago. Um, But in this country, I know people say anti-Semitism is on the rise and things like that. I don't know. I haven't... um, I haven't experienced it. Maybe it is, maybe it isn't. Maybe people are using that to their own ends again. I don't know. Um, That's by the by. That's not the point I'm making. Um, But um, to hound somebody uh, like that, who is an Asian guy who was possibly um, endured more prejudice in this fucking country than they could ever fucking tolerate. And then to hound somebody like that, um, I thought it was fucking disgraceful and to um um to not um uh to not even accept the apology. I thought that was a, a fucking cunt's trick. Uh when somebody's on the back foot and a genuinely nice guy and genuinely upset by it as well. And not just upset by the reaction, upset by, you know, what he said and wasn't you know, it was a spare of the moment thing, I think. Um, as far as I, I was aware when I spoke to him. Um, so um, anyway, big power to your LD um, and uh, and MG who uh, stuck up for him as well. Um, anyway, uh, we are on 37 minutes, people. Uh, we went off track there a little bit, didn't we, baby? Um, uh, that was episode uh, 197 of the Ben Briggs podcast. I will be back. If you want to message me, by the way, uh, or abuse me at all, it is just podcast at benbriggs.co.uk. Do not throw me to the lions, even though I've been christened. Um, uh, I will be back on Saturday, motherfuckers. Have a good rest of your week. Be nice to people of all religious don- denominations and races and sexualities and whatever makes us different, abilities, disabilities, whatever. Show a bit of love out there this week, people. Okay, uh, I'll be back Saturday. You take care.